The following is a conversation. It has the features of any conversation, such as imperfectly expressed thoughts, ill-considered opinions, and the notions of several sleep-deprived brains. Try not to get your stethoscope in a twist about it. I'm feeling a little disconnected from pop culture these days, so I want you to give me, give me something. What's going on? What's going on in the world of pop culture? What happened on The Golden Bachelor? <laughs> <laughs> if you're up to date on The Golden Bachelor last night, Should no. we give a spoiler alert? It's... Not really, okay. not really. But they're just like these two women who are like humble bragging about how they were going to like win the Golden Bachelor with Gary, I think is his name. It, what is the Golden Bachelor for, for the, I guess I'm going to assume it's an old guy. Yeah, he is like 70 and the women are all like 60s, 70s. They're in their golden what? year. Should I watch? No, this you show? absolutely should watch it. I've never oh. watched The Bachelor ever and you should watch it. Okay. What, what prompted you to watch this one? If you don't watch, just some like I don't know, like stress relieving Thursday nights, like just getting together with friends and not worrying about the test the next day at all, and just like it's a nice unwind time right before exams. My favorite thing that I've watched all year, but I can't remember what it's called. But it was basically a courtroom jury duty. Jury duty. Oh yeah, I remember. Fantastic. That. <laughs> I have never seen a more pleasurable reality television show that felt like super genuine to me. Um, Wait, I, so I heard that like the premise of this show was that basically everybody around this one dude is an actor. Yep. Yes. Yep. But he is like, and they're it, all called in for jury duty. But yeah. He's the only one that doesn't know. But my. So but that's only in the it. show. Really? I've seen part of it. Okay. I've seen like just a few episodes and then. Have you heard of the Truman Show? It's a similar tr- concept. Right. Right. Like the Truman Show messed my head up when I watched it for the first time. Oh boy. And I'm like, is my life for the. But for that's context, fictional. Yeah, it's yeah. fictional, but it's about a guy named Truman who like grows up in a fake world and everyone around him is an actor, including his parents. He was adopted by the TV show. It's a crazy situation. And like I feel a, like jury duty is kind of like that, but more realistic and yeah. somewhat possible. Yeah. The amount of times I've thought I've lived in a simulation, especially since starting medical school, is sort of innumerable. <laughs> like I can count it off my hands, which is too much. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, if you haven't seen jury duty, highly recommended. There, there's also a sort of a behind the scenes afterwards of how they did it and like, and all of the, like real time machinations they had to do to adjust their scenarios when the main character did things that they didn't expect. It's a lot of fun and it is extremely wholesome, unlike any other reality TV show I have ever seen. You're saying the Strong Kardashians recommend. isn't wholesome? <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> I'm just one of those pregnant. I don't know which one, but one of them is pregnant now. Or something mm. like that. That's, you know, Miracle of Life. Embryology. No, God, no. <laughs> <laughs> Not embryology. <laughs> Meandering in the margins of medicine, it's the Short Coat Podcast. Weird news, fresh views, helpful clues, and interviews. By students, for students. Subscribe to our weekly show at theshortcoat.com. Welcome back to the Shortcoat Podcast, the show that gives you an inside look at medical school from the students drinking from that fire hose. It's a production of the University of Iowa Carver College of Medicine. I'm Dave Etler. With me today in the SCP studio, some pop culture icons of medical school, all M1s. She's the, mu- she's the musical genius who invented a new genre called polka dubstep. It's Fallon Jump. 
Yeah, see? <laughs> Definitely worth a listen. He's the avant-garde artist who paints only with his beard. It's Srini Nandakumar. Hello. Did I do that right? <laughs> close enough. Don't tell me close enough. <laughs> well, I don't... It'll I get like, worse and worse as time goes on if you do that. Yeah, mm-hmm. you were like painting with a beard, and I was like, what beard? But <laughs> got a little beard. Yeah. Got a little yeah. stubble. Yeah. That I makes guess. it even it better. Okay. It means you're capable <laughs> of growing a <laughs> She's a well-known... She's well-known as an activist fighting for the rights of invisible beings. It's Kate Grimes. Is that not right? I'm con- what? <laughs> okay. I'm only really interested in the name. <laughs> I'm so nervous about hi. names. <laughs> you looked at me like that's not my name, but it is. She's the fashion icon known for popularizing outfits made entirely of Trader Joe's Frozen's. It's Radha Vella Murray. Radha Vella Murray. Radha Vella Murray. Okay. Yes. My instincts were correct again. I just failed in the experience. it's okay it's already an anglicized version of my name anyway what would be the non-anglicized i don't know i mean like the name my parents gave me yeah radha velamuri okay but it's honestly i can barely pronounce it myself okay. so you did great thank you i tried <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i love trader joe's okay. any day well. Woo. except i'm vegetarian so it's only vegetarian oh, sure outfits okay <laughs> sorry it's okay why am i apologizing <laughs> Before we begin, I have some long overdue thanks that I need to give to Amanda from Texas, who both donated to the podcast and bought some stickers, donations and merch purchases help us do things that we might not otherwise be able to do with our very limited budget. It's really nice to know that people feel positive enough about our work to like, you know, give a little scratch. I And Amanda, so so Amanda, thanks so much. Shortcoats, if you'd like to join Amanda in donating or buying merch for some reason, like our Brain Burger and Value stickers. Which are right there in a bowl, which you can check out to podcasters. Yeah, visit theshortcoat.com and look in the sidebars for those. But thank you, Amanda. She had to write to me because I missed her purchase. And she was very positive about it. And, you know. I love an but, assertive, positive person. I was, like, super embarrassed, though, because, you know, you, she, she did a nice thing for us. And I totally, like, completely missed the fact that she had done it. Thank you, Amanda. On today's show, I wanted to talk about the concept of health. I feel like it's one of those words that we use that everyone has a common sense understanding of, but I'm not sure how that might be changing for you guys as you begin your medical school journey, or if it is changing. You guys are only half a semester, if that, into medical school, right? Are we at the halfway mark officially? I think we just passed the halfway mark. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. I've lost track. And what is time? I imagine that this has at least been a topic you've been introduced to in medical. I would hope (laughs) that at this point you've at least discussed it. But I wanted to know what you guys might be thinking or what you might be being taught about its meaning in the context of medical school as you shift from layperson, essentially, to um, as you begin the shift to professional. Um, What have you been told about this definition, if anything? Are you talking about in med school or like in life? In med school. Okay. I'm trying to think. I, it's hard to separate my past from my present because. So I, what did you do? Yeah. I have a master's in public health. Okay. Oh, so right. cool. yeah, not that it gives me a lot more knowledge than other people, but like I, I think I've spent a long time thinking about it. And also like I have health problems myself. Okay. And so like that kind of makes me think like, do I consider myself to be healthy? So it's hard to think about health only in the context of medical school. But like if I were to put like my background aside, everything I've ever thought about my own health aside, 
I think we've talked about it in the context of society. Mm-hmm. So like communities, like I'm in a community health outreach program. So we've talked about community health. We've talked a little bit about medicine and society. That's one of our classes. So we talk about, I don't know, we had an exam on that. So I don't remember. Social determinants of yeah, health. Yeah, that was one of the things. <laughs> and then, you know, we have clinical and professional skills where we talk about interacting and communicating with people who come to us because they have concerns about their health. Mm-hmm. So that's probably the great the extent of our reach right now. So if I were to say, define what it is to be healthy. I'd like to defer to my more esteemed colleagues. Hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. Nice. <laughs> that was so smooth. In <laughs> our mass lecture, <laughs> we did actually have like a whole thing Here's about a definition. This. Yeah, it was Let like, what up. is health? And like, if you look back very in the beginning, at first it meant like you're out of favor with the gods. And then it meant like you have an imbalance of humors. And then it meant like it's just the absence of disease. And now we're sort of at a place where health is not only the absence of disease, but it's also being able to live well in the places that you like live physically in the places that you age in the places that you grow like how you eat if you're like exercising your like your mental health so it sort of like takes into account all of these different aspects of life itself so i think like most areas of knowledge we've moved from a fairly incorrect I wouldn't say incorrect. So, that, that was what they had at the time. The yeah. I mean, that's, all they, that's the time. what they had. You're right. We but, could be wrong now, too. Yeah. But I mean, you know, so, I think it's pretty clear that. Sorry. Right, I'm, I'm revealing my. <laughs> Are you my, trying to tell us you don't believe in the Greek gods? I mean, <laughs> I, I'm going to I'm going to go out on a limb and say that, you know, the Greek gods have moved along in the Percy Jackson would also agree (laughs) (laughs) but we've moved from you know sort of a simple definition to a more complex nuanced definition yeah that's I mean that's pretty much what I read about you know when I prepared for the show that's pretty much what I read was the situation you know in the in the early part of this century in particular we were talking about you know it's basically health is a lack of disease right and then there's the functional. Then we came to the functional ability to cope with daily life, which I don't know. That sounds a little bit limiting, I think. Coping like who wants to just cope? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think. Sorry, not to interrupt. No, but they were what was in the definition. It's like not necessarily like the without having infirmity, mm-hmm. but also having like thriving. Yeah. Yeah. So like you, you, the other one I read was a balanced state between the person and their environment. To put it simply, mm-hmm. which is, you know, like so, so, you know, the f- like I might have atrial fibrillation and thus have a chronic disease, but I might feel fine most of the time. Is that healthy? I don't know. You know, so maybe if the second definition is what you're operating under, where coping, where you're coping with, you know, the slings and arrows of life, you know, you might be able to cope with bouts of AFib. But you'd probably rather achieve the third state of health that they're talking about, like a balanced state where AFib is controlled and I'm able to fully participate in life. And that might be healthy. Yeah, I like to think of health as relating to quality of life Mm -hmm. in a way. You know, it's and there's always this difference between quantity of life versus quality of life. And oftentimes in healthcare, we're looking at prolonging life when the quality might not necessarily be great. And so... If you live longer, but you're suffering, are you healthy? 
I think that depends. Well, it's yeah, you I, I bring up a valid a, point. There's an answer to that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not only prolonging life like because, you know, if you're young and you have health problems, they're like, you're probably going to live longer. It depends on the health problem, too. If it's like you hurt your ankle. You're not trying to prolong life at that point. You're like, you're probably going to live the same amount of life regardless, but you're trying to improve the quality of life. So I think that also depends on what a person could be you know, suffering from, like what ailment or something that they get diagnosed that also just like determines whether we want to prolong life or whether we want to improve quality of life. Yeah, and I think it comes down to also what the effects of these ailments may be. Yeah. One thing that came to mind when I was thinking about this was just lab values for things like let's take hypertension for example sure. you know a normal blood pressure is 120 over 80 or less uh, these numbers interestingly change over time uh, what so hypertension used to be defined as uh, systolic of more than 140 and then five years ago they said no it's gonna be more than 130 and so these lab values shift presumably as a result of what can be the effect of having a blood pressure of that value and saying right. that previously we thought if you had a blood pressure over 140, you're, you're at greater risk for um, other problems and a worsening quality of life thereafter. But now with more research, we're saying that if you have a blood pressure more than 130, a lower threshold, your quality of life is at risk going forward and you're at risk for developing more problems. So sometimes these lab values also have some fluidity. So this quantitative measurement that we take is always changing as well. Yeah. So, okay. So let's say that I, as a 53 year old male have high blood pressure, but my, because I take blood pressure medication, my values are typically really super normal, right? Am I healthy? That's a great question. Do you feel healthy? Do you feel healthy? I, feel great. I think it's no, up to okay. you. Yeah. Hey, wait a minute. I'm not saying that this is really me. This is a hypothetical. <laughs> <laughs> My well, medical history is such a part of this podcast. It's crazy. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. And, and I think that's that's a good point as well. I think health also comes down to perception and how you feel in a way. Like it, the patient may have all these medical problems, but how do they feel? Yeah. And it's not stagnant. It's it changes. Not, Some right. days you're like, I'm feeling great. I'm going to take on the world. Yeah, maybe I have kidney failure, but my I don't. But I hopefully. But, you know, maybe I'm taking on the world today and I feel healthy. But, you know, one day maybe like your kidney's acting up and you're like, oh, I, I don't feel healthy today. Or in the context of us, it could be like, honestly, with stress, like we have an, like my health sort of declines during the week until Friday. And then we have our exams. And then I go, <laughs> and then I go back down. Yeah, it's also Medical like, school is bad for you. <laughs> it's probably proportional to my ice cream intake. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, our candy intake. My heavens. Uh, yeah. It's like Halloween every day around no, like here. Also, like my health goes down until Halloween and then it goes back up after Halloween. We have a, few, uh, a few staff members in OSAC who delight in providing food to you all. Especially candy. Mm -hmm. There's some healthy options. But me and Rada do not choose the healthy option. <laughs> Every Thursday, it's day before exam. We walk in together and we're like, what are we getting from OSAC today? And we yeah. just go and we, we are little gremlins grabbing our little snacks and running away. Yeah, I had two Almond Joys and a Hershey's Nugget for breakfast this morning. Oh, so. yeah, baby. That's my afternoon snack. 
I always feel bad going to because I'm like, well, this is for the students. And I'm like, no, screw it. New podcast topic. Are medical too. students healthy? They, <laughs> oh, my gosh. Healthy-ish. Yeah. Health adjacent. Well, I feel healthy when I have my connects for breakfast. So it's okay. There you go. There you go. So, so do you think that, do you suspect that patients might have a different definition of health from you guys? Well. Or from their doctors. Okay. Say. I was yeah. like, some of us are, I mean, some doctors are patients too. I mean, everyone's a patient at some point. Sure. Yeah. So. Well, let's assume that it's a patient that's not a trained health professional. Do you think they, do you think they have the same definition of health as doctors do? I think it really depends on who you are and what you value. So a lot of the time when your patient is coming into the doctor, their definition of health is often, do I feel good? Am I in the absence of disease? Mm. Because they're there usually to get rid of their disease or whatever it is that's going on. But and honestly, I don't really know in the society how I don't really know how focused we are on like lifestyle health you know well i mean you know i spend a lot of time on tiktok i just rolled my eyes you can't couldn't hear it but if i if you could have heard it it would sound something like this (laughs) (laughs) and there's a lot of health content on tiktok and instagram social media in general where people are talking about things like gut health and a lot of hogwash but you know maybe some hidden gems here and there i feel like we're focused as a society at least to as to the extent that social media is society, I think we're focused on that a lot of times. First of all, everyone's got an opinion. It doesn't matter the amount of health education you have. You have an opinion on health. When it comes to like how you think about health, I mean, coming from, you know, starting my medical education journey, I'm getting some more knowledge. I feel like it just becomes more complicated the more education you have in the field. Before I was like, doesn't like, do I feel healthy today? Do I not feel unhealthy? I feel like it's more dichotomous. Yeah. But then once you get more of that background, it's like, oh, like what's included in it? Like it's more of a spectrum. It's it's less. It's more of a continuous variable than a categorical value variable. Wow. <laughs> and I say that was in our last exam caps. Yes. <laughs> it's working. Med school is working. You'd think. I know. It's <laughs> shocking. I think that's true of a lot of education. As you learn. Things get more complicated. It's kind of an unfortunate side effect of education. You sort of lose the certainty of the dichotomous. And then you have to start thinking about, you know, edge cases and weird, you know, weird things that you didn't have to think about before. Well, here's what came to mind. If you're a layperson thinking about health, I feel like your focus is generally more on treatment rather than prevention necessarily. Mm -hmm. Because you think, oh, I'm, I'm feeling fine. I'm able to go about my day-to-day life. But maybe I have high blood pressure, which generally doesn't make you feel any worse. Any it different, just, right. right? It doesn't make you feel any different. I love think, when oh, yeah, I'm healthy. I love when I first got uh, diagnosed with uh, high blood pressure. The, the person who delivered the news was like, so we'll get you some medicine so that you feel better. And I'm like, I feel fine. <laughs> I feel great. Yeah. What are you talking about? Right. <laughs> I feel worse now that I have to take meds. I know. Yeah. <laughs> right. And so I think that's one of the reasons why people are like, why do I have to take this medicine when it doesn't change how I feel? Yeah. It's 
affecting something potentially in the future, which I cannot necessarily comprehend. Yeah. That in the future, I have a greater risk of developing some other things that will make me feel bad. Yeah. But right now I feel fine. So here's why a, should I do this? Yeah. This Here's another example from my life. You guys, I'm so stupid. <laughs> anyway, I went to the, I went to the dentist. Okay. First of all, I have very few cavities for a guy my age and who grew up in the 70s. So that's a win. Mm-hmm. That's a win right there. I'm happy. Um, my, I have all my wisdom teeth because uh, I have a very large mouth, I guess. Because you're wise. I never yeah. had to take them out. Like Freddie Mercury. <laughs> I, I did not know that. <laughs> um, but at my last dentist appointment, they were like, we'd like to take out your wisdom teeth because they're a little close and to your other teeth and you know, they could cause problems down the road. What problems? Like, <laughs> like you know, decay. Like they're too close and you might have trouble get, keeping them clean and all this kind of stuff. And I'm like, no, I've, I'm not having a problem right now. Well, I think, too, some people are so focused on their health like right now. And some people are way more like focused on their health in the future. Right. And that really plays into how people like. Yeah. I mean, I could have made a very different choice. Right. I'm not willing to have them yank my teeth out of my head personally because I'm not feeling a problem. But maybe I'll regret that in, you know, when I'm 60 and I need to have my wisdom teeth removed. I don't How know. much of a problem would it become? Like, did they give you more information about it or were they just like, we're going to yank your teeth out? Oh, you know, words like root canal were thrown around and things like that. But, you know, I feel like they got to give you more information because my mom had her wisdom teeth until like I think in her like 30s. They were like, we're going to take them out. Yeah, they used and to she, take them out like more much more routinely than they yeah, do now. So. But it was like she had them for, you know you know 30 years no issues and they were like we're gonna take him out and she strongly suspected it was because they wanted the money for it yeah yeah because she has like permanent numbness now i assumed that the motivations were pure yeah i'm not saying that like dentists want to kill us no i'm not saying that i assume that they really were concerned (laughs) that maybe in the future i would have a problem but also i was like i'm not willing to go through that just to just in case you know i just feel like going back like it's all about prevention right like if you're brushing, if you're flossing, like, you know, if you're doing the, the I don't know, water picking, they're like, get yourself an electric toothbrush. I'm not sure. But like, I'm not a dentist. Does anyone water pick? Is that a thing? Yeah, yeah that's People thing. definitely water pick yeah. for sharks. Yeah. I would do it. I hate flossing. I just haven't gotten around to making that Amazon purchase yet. <laughs> anyway, Amazon like, not a sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> like, but there's probably no reason for you to be doing these like preventative procedures if you like yeah if you can just do like regular preventative i I think i understand your so so basically ripping out your teeth is a kind of an invasive preventive measure yeah right getting rid of your appendix before you have appendicitis right which they also used to do routinely that's weird they were routinely taking appendices Mm. um before they were before there was a problem um i think that's what my memory tells me Mm-hmm. Um, they're only there to cause problems, but still. They're vestigial organs. They do nothing. <laughs> That's not true. Go look it up. <laughs> so I guess, so what ways, so so we're, we seem to be in a more holistic era when we're talking about what it is to be healthy, what health is, which is great. Does that lead to a more humane and patient-centered practice of medicine? I think it like potentially because it like at least how they're teaching us to it like it 
it becomes a lot more patient, like individual circumstance focused versus like very like checklist type treating. Yeah. I can't compare the education of the past to the education of today because I'm a student now and not in the past. Fair. But I've talked to, you know, we've had clinicians and different mentors and people come through and I've definitely heard them say, you know, back in my day, they just said to go take a history and you tell the patient what to do and then you get out of there. But now, you know, we're learning more about, you know, the patient centered approach and all of that. And you guys are getting a great education because you're learning more about caring for the patient rather than simply prescribing them something. But there's an interesting problem there, which is that Americans have terrible health outcomes. I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that we have these like idealistic goals and yes we like we teach our students now how to do that but the people that are teaching us now are also the people that got taught to just take a history and get out of there beforehand and they're the people that are practicing now which means that like there are still those issues but also like we're such a business driven like Mm. and efficiency driven society and so we're not really focused on educating patients and like sitting with them and making sure that they understand like hey this is actually like what it might look like and feel like if you have blood pressure for high blood pressure for a really long time this is what this could look like for you and making sure that you actually understand that because most people are brought down to eight to 15 minute appointments yeah it's really hard to like individualize those and do a like a truly patient-centered approach in like eight minutes exactly yeah Imagine when do you when do you when you have the chance to sit down for like an hour and talk to your patient like so tell me about your life exactly. what are your goals I think it depends on what field you go into because I know certain specialties like I'm currently having a clinical experience in a pediatric endocrinology department I don't know unit <laughs> and the clinician I'm shadowing she gets 30 minutes with every patient okay. So she gets a lot of time to talk to them, especially because endocrinology is complicated. Hormones are complicated. So she gets the time to explain things more. But, you know, in primary care, my friend is shadowing pediatrician, just not a specialized one, one primary practice, primary care pediatrician. And she gets, I think, 15 minutes with every patient. That's barely enough time to get a history and do a physical and get out if you're doing like a well child visit or anything like that. So it's just it's. It depends on what field you're in, but, you know, then there's like referrals and all that pizzazz going on in the background. And that's also, you know, patient time, provider time. It's not the most efficient way to go about it, but I don't know how else to change the system. Well, yeah. And going back to Fallon's point about this being a business, Mm -hmm. the money comes from treating stuff. Oh, you have this. Let's Mm -hmm. whack at it. Let's treat you. Let's do a surgery. Let's make some money for the hospital and for myself. Versus if you're preventing something, then that's never going to manifest into anything. And yeah, we make the money. Yeah, we've talked about this on the show many times before. Preventive health doesn't make any money. It's not a procedure. It's not a thing that you're that's easy to charge for or is easy to code, you know. Um, Right. And with the timing point, if you had time to truly sit down and say, what are your goals? What are you looking to achieve? And how do we shape your health to get you? to be able to do the things that you want to do takes time. It's a lot easier to say, oh, your blood pressure is elevated. You have hypertension. Here's medication. Take that every day. Mm -hmm. Versus 
I'm just thinking about a story I heard in CBL this week. I have a cardiologist as a facilitator, and he was saying it's called it's CBL's case based learning. Case based learning, right? So it's a small group of six or seven people. And the facilitator was uh, we were talking about heart failure and what that was, and the facilitator was saying that uh, he saw a patient who was a veteran who had heart failure, but he last week he had run a marathon in Idaho or something like that, and so what? Yeah, right. And so you have this condition. Did he know he had diagnosed heart failure before? You- <laughs> no, I'm not sure. I would make that choice. So, well, yeah, I, I guess he didn't know he had I heart make failure. That choice, heart failure or not? <laughs> right, but he was in good shape. He was able to do it, and he felt fine. But when you do the test and measure the cardiac output and all that, it met the threshold for what we diagnosis that's, heart failure that's so interesting so and that's like full so is that circle person, to the beginning of the conversation of he probably like defined himself as healthy yeah even right if the test didn't exactly his quality of life was probably fine he's able to do what he wants to do and so he's able to achieve his goals so at the end of the day is he healthy or not yeah right that's well there's the, the other th- dollar question th- this brings to mind like other things that i've recently read about people who are extreme runners that and you know so you might look at somebody who's an extreme runner and go man that guy's healthy you know but it turns out that extreme running running is a very arduous thing for the body to do and so maybe that isn't especially healthy i mean how many times have i read over the years of people who are extreme runners like dropping dead suddenly you know that's like that doesn't sound like health to me but you know maybe I guess as long as they're happy, they're got, you got to die something. Otherwise, it'd be really embarrassing to die of nothing. So I guess that's. <laughs> I think that's what we strive for. To right? die of running? No. <laughs> Hopefully not. No, like like to like to die like peacefully okay, yes. of old age, i.e., nothing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think the dream is to die suddenly, basically with with no with no pain and all. No pain, no complications. Yeah. Right. Just one minute, I'm out. That's no yeah. anxiety, yeah. like. But it's also a matter of fulfillment, right? That's because true. if I yeah, I want to choose to say bye to my loved ones, and then I can go. Yeah. Right, and I've been able to do everything in life that I've wanted to, yeah. and I'm, mm-hmm. you know, so once again, goals of what you want to achieve in life, I think, ties into that. That's and, why I say of old age. And then when you're talking about goals of what you want to achieve in life, like if someone has a broken ankle and they want to like climb Mount Everest, like they wouldn't consider themselves to be healthy. But like they can still maybe they can still like do so much other stuff. But would that be would they be fulfilled? Like if they had been training to like climb Mount Everest, like they probably wouldn't find them consider themselves healthy or, or fulfilled. But because they have that, but because their broken ankle isn't like too. Yeah. It's not like what we consider like life threatening. Like, and it, this also comes about uh, I'm thinking specifically of people who are deaf, capital D deaf. So there's a distinction that means that they are that they participate in a culture of people who are themselves also deaf. There are very distinct cultural qualities to being deaf. Aware of somebody who is lowercase d deaf might not care to participate in that, might have some hearing, but not you know total hearing loss, that kind of thing. Is the person who is capital D deaf, you know, are they healthy? I think they would say, absolutely, I'm healthy. You know, like that being cap, being deaf in this way is, you know, is just a part of who I am, like having blue eyes or, you know, having curly hair or whatever. 
I know exactly what you're talking about because I I remember reading an article about a guy who it was like an opinion piece that he wrote where he was like insulted by the idea that someone offered him like cochlear implants. Yes. Yes. And he's like, I'm healthy. I'm fine. I live my life. I've grown up this way. I have no issues communicating the way I do. Other people might need to like, like, I don't know. Like I've worked my way into communicating with like the non-deaf community, Mm -hmm. but I like, I can't believe someone would offer me cochlear implants when I'm perfectly fine just the way I am. Right. So like that, like he considers him, he considered himself to be healthy. So he was insulted by the like even notion of someone else considering him unhealthy. Shortcoats, if this episode is worth listening to this far, it's worth sharing. So blast us on your socials. And if you want a sticker for your trouble, send us a screenshot. Thanks. On a somewhat related note, what could be simpler than the definition of health that the normal temperature of 37 degrees Celsius or 98.6 degrees Fahrenheit is a normal body temperature? I think most people know that this little health fact, know this little health factoid and use it on the regular to decide if they're sick. But is it true? Uh, I read a New York Times article this week that said that the number might be changing, that we're cooling down, which is kind of weird to think about. Well, it turns out that the guy who determined normal human body temperature 150 years ago, Dr. Carl Wunderlich, mm-hmm. awesome, might have just might have been just a bit off. Maybe the discrepancy arrived from apparently he used like a foot long thermometer that he stuck in people's armpits to determine what the normal temperature is, like big old thermometer. <laughs> Things were bigger back then. They hadn't miniaturized. <laughs> armpits were bigger back thermo- then. <laughs> armpits were- <laughs> I don't know what you're going on about. Um, yeah, so so you know the, he was using you know old fashioned instruments. I guess he was using larger armpits. So you know measurement like, location, wait, time of day, accident. external temperatures, like all that kind of stuff might have been a factor. And some researchers also believe that humans have genuinely cooled down over time. Possibly due to better health, like maybe we have reduced uh, inflammation. We do have less infectious disease. We die a lot less of that. That's why we have, you know. So we have better treatments, better medical care in general, better hygiene, better public health. <laughs> Fallon's like, I don't know if my hygiene is <laughs> great. And Dave, sometimes hey, you, you speak smell. for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, they're arguing for a temperature range, which is something that I think that you brought up, Sri. I called yeah. you Srini. That's that was the part I was having trouble with at the top of the show. My brain knew that wasn't right. <laughs> That's your name. That's your full name is Srinath. Srinath. Uh-huh. And I called you Srini. What an ass. See, that's why you got a nickname. That's why you got to correct me, dude. I I was more focused on the outrageous description. So yeah, arguing for a temperature range rather than a fixed average to account for the natural variations that people have. Is that like your argument? Like you're like, I want to. Well, I think I I just feel like ranges are fluid as we learn more things uh, about ourselves. Right. Like the range for hypertension 20 years ago is different than it is now because presumably new evidence has come out that suggests that we should modify these ranges uh, based on what we've observed. It brought to reading this article brought to mind my experience as a parent. So if you haven't been around children or don't haven't had children, um, they're always running a fever, it seems like. And one of the things that my wife and I learned to think about was, well, 
okay, yeah, they're a little bit high, but are they actually acting sick? You know, if they're running around like, you know, your normal average crazy child, but they have a runny nose and a slight fever, then they're probably not. They're healthy. They're having a good time. I'm not going to I'm not going to say, oh, well, they should get in bed and rest, you know, or whatever that that they used to do. So I don't know. That's what I was thinking about when I read this article. Like, I'm, you know, if you're a parent, maybe you're already used to this idea that temperature isn't necessarily the right measure. Did we get the range? What's the range? I think they're working on it. Oh, okay. I don't think can't they... publish an article and not get some That's such a tease. <sighs> I know. Sorry. Ugh. Maybe there was one and I missed it. But well, I could say I personally do not check my temperature regularly. Me neither. Uh, yeah. Maybe when I go to the doctor, but I do know when I'm sick because I feel sick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So how many times were there where I had a high temperature but just didn't know or care? Because I felt fine. Yeah. And there's a di- like there's symptoms, right? Like temperature is a sign, symptom. I don't know the definition that anymore. It is a sign. Okay. Temperature is a sign. But I, I mean, I sometimes get hot when I'm stressed. Like I'll be like, you know, Thursday, <laughs> Monday, going to Friday, right? So that Thursday I'm like studying and I'm like stressed. So I. <laughs> that is cool. The ice cream cools you down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I feel like I call them little stress fevers. So I'm like, I like get a little, sometimes when I'm like, it might be like a headache, but like I'm like stressed and I like get kind of hot and then I'm like eat some ice cream and then I cool down. But like I feel like I'm healthy, like I'm not having a problem. Maybe I'm stressed. That's not healthy technically, but I wouldn't say I'm like sick. Right. There's a difference between having like a higher and lower temperature and actually being like, what is sick? Can we talk about what does sick? Mean? Yeah. What does sick mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyone want to not <laughs> being healthy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, for me, sick is. I'm I'm unable. I don't feel as happy participating in my life as I ordinarily would. Unable to cope. Oh, and I'm unable to cope. <laughs> I feel like or, sick is more of a temporary definition. Like I use sick for when I'm like sniffling, coughing, sneezing, like okay. anything like that. Like I don't consider allergies to be sick. Am I healthy? Am I like unhealthy when I have allergies? Yeah, I'm just like sneezing and yeah. runny nose, and I don't feel like healthy, but I don't feel sick. Yeah. Sorry, that's just like the nuances of the word sick. Sure. But I don't know. I guess I I usually think of sick as like if I can't focus on anything else, mostly besides the, the like what I'm feeling, then usually I'm sick. That's a good way to put it. Even if it does mean that I have like horrific allergies. Yeah, I mean, there there were times. Did I say during the show or was it before the show where we were talking about allergies? Before. Before. Yeah. So, yeah, earlier this as the season has changed very suddenly here in Iowa, I suddenly am finding myself like very allergic. And usually that's not the case for me. But this past week, I spent a ton of time sneezing in my office. And yeah, there were times this week when I was like, am I sick? Am I, you know? Because I could not do anything else other than sneeze and sniffle. and There's like taboo or like stigma associated with sick rather than. Yeah, like thanks COVID. COVID. It's COVID for sure. Good Lord. Used to be you could cough and like even still. Yeah, you were. I'm like, if I cough, I like feel a little badly about, about I know it. when other people so cough, I like silently give them the hairy eyeball. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize when I cough now. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm not sick. I swear it's not COVID. Oh, yeah. uh, or if I have a cold or something and I know it's, I've tested and I know it's not COVID, I have to explain myself to people. I know. I still mask up, like, just not even for me, like, just so that other people don't judge me for being mm-hmm. Well, the 
stigma of being sick. <laughs> Whole other topic it's right It's crazy. Yeah. And I was like, well, you made it to the second break. You tolerate us. If you can, consider donating or buying a sticker or something. Visit theshortcoat.com and help us do stuff without having to beg a dean for money. Thanks. Sometimes words are hard. True that. And with, um, yeah. And when talking with another person, you have to do a little detective work to figure out what is really (laughs) their intended meaning. Like if you're a pediatrician and you ask a toddler about their pain and they say they have a headache, but later they point to their knee, (laughs) it's definitely something that kids do. You know, you can't just take them at their word. You have to figure out what their word actually means. So let's play a game. Let's see how you can do this by playing a game I'm calling Mr. White. I'm going to give you each a card with a medical or medicine adjacent secret word on it. Three cards have the same word on it, but the fourth card has a similar but different word. Your job is to find out who has the different word. Who is Mr. White? Mm. Okay. We'll go clockwise around the group and each person will describe their word with a one or two word clue that doesn't include any part of the word or a synonym. So if the word is apple, you might say crunchy. Uh, you do not want to give away your word. Make it hard. Um, Make it hard. I hate word games. Sorry, nothing against you. It's just sometimes the English everybody hates every work. game that I make up on this. There's always one person. You're being a downer. So <laughs> I'm so excited. Let's go. Yeah. I think this game is sick. <laughs> hey. Is it sick? <laughs> then you discuss to find out to figure out who has the Mister White word. Okay. After discussion, I'll ask you to point at who you think Mr. White is. That will be your vote. I guess we should do that out loud, considering this is an audio podcast. Ah, uh, yes. Um, the player with the most votes will bring their card to me, and I will tell you if that person is actually Mr. White. Okay. Or not. If the majority is right, Mr. White will then have a chance to guess what that what the other word is, the other the three words, the three cards, what's on those three cards? Shit. If the majority is wrong, the person accused of being Mr. White is eliminated and the others go through another round of guessing, voting, and confirming and continue until Mr. White is found. Does everybody understand these weird, poorly written, poorly spoken directions? You said it, Heck not yeah. me. Okay. No, it. I'm just kidding. We're good. I'm good at this. All right. No bananagrams for you. No taboo. I love no bananagrams. Oh, okay, I love taboo. No, I, I, I love these games. I'm just a horrible liar. Oh. So I'll be like... What's a bananagram? What? What? It's like Scrabble. Oh, I will bring like, in my little banana and we'll play bananagrams together. It's so together. cute. Okay. Let's see. Just so you know, you can kind of see the back of them. <laughs> okay. Oh, did you already... No, actually, I just saw writing, but okay. I just... Don't look. Uh, oh, oh, oh. Wait, I don't look? No, I mean you can look. The others don't. I I still don't 100% know if I'll even play this right, so it's probably okay if I look. We can run a <laughs> clinical trial on this game. <laughs> All right, let's start. Let's start with with you. No. Kate. <laughs> the pressure's on. Pills. Your turn next. Therapy. Drugs. White coat. Mm. So so now you can discuss. Rada. I think it's Rada. I think it's Rada yeah, too. Yeah. <laughs> I want to know why. Therapy. Yeah, therapeutic. Sure. There. 
therapy. Mm-hmm. I do think no. it's Rado. What else am I supposed to say? Rado is my first guest. Yeah. It's because the world's against uh, me. But why? You haven't, I don't think Yeah, because we all said things that were uh, similar. Like, yes. And therapy. Mm, it's and, a little uh, now, wait, wait a minute. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. wait a minute. White coat. Yeah. White coat. That's very <laughs> different from. That's very different. Yeah. Therapy is very specific. Well, it's obviously not me and Talon. I think we got that. Yeah. That's because you guys said the same thing because of pills and drugs, right? Well, they're slightly Yeah, different. but they're, they're not essentially the same thing. Semantics. Okay. So it's again, you, you against me, Street. Okay. What's up? <laughs> I just why'd you say the best win? Why'd you say white coat? And they just, that just bias against me because I already said I didn't like this game. All right. Let's, <laughs> let's, all right. Well, let's vote. Say, it sounds like you all are ganging up on brought us the it's witch <laughs> oh my gosh it's straight it has to be what white coat what does that have to do with this all right well if you bring had the card. right word you would know <laughs> you have the right word bring your card to me me yes gosh. you want to take off your you headphones. would give it to me just out of spite i know <laughs> <laughs> I, I strike you as a some spiteful, bold accusations a spiteful man <laughs> have you had ice cream yet today no, <laughs> no. You have indeed found the imposter. (laughs) The imposter. Mr. White. So now (laughs) you have to guess what the what the other three words are. You might want to head back to your microphone so other people can hear. Oh, that's true. This is a podcast. Yeah. It's a little awkward that way. Not like real life. Have you I don't know. I feel like it's like prescription or something like that. Mm. That's a good guess. That is a pretty good guess. Yeah, no, you're you're not correct. What is the word? Oh, can we just tell her? I think so. Yeah. Oh, uh, who writes the prescription? Is it just doctor? Pharmacist. Pharmacist. I had pharmacologist. Yes. So oh. I was gonna say that's how similar it is. That's why I said therapy because I was like, oh, medication therapy, like it's a therapeutic. What in the world is a I could, I was gonna say I would not have known what to say for pharmacology. that. I was gonna say medicine, but I didn't. <laughs> I wouldn't have known what to say for that. I wouldn't have known what to say yeah. so either. Thank I goodness have, you got it. Might have still said drugs. Oh. Yeah. I probably would have thought I it was written wrong. Drugs. I wouldn't have, I thought white coat was like. I, I was surprised that you leapt to Rada. And not white coat. And not to Sri. <laughs> well, my thought was for mine was also white coat. So I was already on that line of thinking. I don't think oh, of white coat. I just I thought think therapy I was so like different like i thought she was gonna have some other therapy type not pharmacology right i was thinking like psychologist yeah i was thinking i mean i thought therapy just because of like i think of a medicine as like a prescribed therapy but that's just probably just my brain Hmm. being weird so a pharmacologist is somebody who studies the mechanisms and the effects and the the you know the 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 way that the way drugs interact with the body and a pharmacist is something we're very much more familiar with. You know, they dispense medications. They do other health-related services, like give vaccinations or maybe check blood pressure or stuff like that. Like, So anyway. This Sorry, is so I messed up your game. I don't think you did. I don't think so. Honestly. I don't think you did. I think... I, I'm not sure. I think everybody else messed up the game. Yay. Okay. <laughs> so, yes. I lost, but I won in the end. Yes. All right. Let's try another one. Ooh, more. Yesterday we were in study group with Hoffman. <laughs> Sorry. So that was so not sincere. <laughs> it was. Sorry, you were gonna say? No, so yesterday we were in study group with Hoffman and he was saying how we don't really like as humans, we're not very good at taking in 
audio information and which probably isn't that great for the podcast but that's okay well, anyway yeah. <laughs> um, you're just denying his whole career but, but, <laughs> no, no 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 i'm just messing up what he is saying was in couples therapy like two people will like sit next to each, like two partners will sit next to each other and one partner will say whatever it is that they say and then the therapist says okay like repeat back to me what like so-and-so just said and a lot of the times it comes out completely different and mm-hmm. like when you were saying like oh yeah therapy like a drug therapy and i'm thinking like oh therapy like talk therapy yeah. you know i just think that is so interesting okay <laughs> let's context a plays a lot of mm-hmm. like a, a huge role yeah within that sort of thing but instead we get one word here so yeah yeah. There yeah not a lot of context all right let's do this again we're gonna go clockwise around the group this time we'll start with you rada all right Change. Ooh, I was about to say the same thing. Oh, crap. (laughs) (laughs) There's an advantage, I guess, to going first. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, now I'm at a loss for words. How does it feel? (laughs) It's bad. It feels bad. (laughs) Don't worry. I'll take out the awkward silence. Um, It'll be fun. Cancer? Okay. What was the first word you said? <laughs> got change and cancer. Change and cancer. I'll say differences. Abnormal. Straight. It's straight. I know it right now. Wow. I, I think I, I think it's Rada again. I think it's straight. No, I, I don't think it's Rada this time. No, I don't. I think. Yeah. Can we gang up on someone else this time? Yeah. So no, can I, we go over the words again? Change. <laughs> change. change cancer, cancer. Cancer. Differences. Abnormal. Abnormal. I think. Well, I it might. doesn't have to be abnormal. No. Cancer seems oddly specific. Yeah, I was having a hard time. I was going to say change, and then Rada took it. See, but I feel like we didn't have as hard of a time. He had a hard time. Th- <laughs> he, he well, like, took a long time to come up with that word. You know, yeah, so I, yeah, yeah I, think you're, I think that is a false perception. I'm I sorry. Think it's true. That's, I'm just going to die on that hill. Wait, what do you think? I think be? it's true. Okay, uh, ours were kind of all like deviations from the norm. Differences, yeah. like. Different, well, it, there are differences that are normal. Well, I mean, ad- is abnormal technically applied? Like that's. Oh, I just said they're normal. Oh, you so said, I feel like I said are, that wasn't are your normal. Word abnormal. Yeah. So I just said like differences yep. are. But not cancer like, is abnormal. abnormal too. Cancer is abnormal, but is the word? Is, uh, am I allowed to say anything else? Or no, I mean, not as a word, but just as like an explanation of my word. Maybe not yet. <laughs> okay. Okay. This might make for a more interesting round yeah. if we're not like. Because everyone's not ganging up on me immediately. What is the <laughs> experience? <laughs> I think it's straight. I'm just going to go with that. Well, does, does everybody else. Agree okay, so that? let's do the pointing thing this time. Everybody point to the person that they vote for. Okay, interesting. Okay, so it looks like everybody except for Fallon. No, okay, so I am uh, pointing. Rada Rada points. Rada points to Sri. Dying on that. Uh, Fallon points to Kate. Uh, Sri points to Fallon. Did I get everybody? And Kate Kate is pointing to Fallon. So So two votes for Fallon. One vote for. I think that I'm like not. Sri, one vote for. One vote for me. Why is it so hard? One vote for you. (laughs) So Rada is in the clear. No votes for Rada. Yes. You wouldn't do it to me twice, would you? 
So the majority voted for Fallon. Let's see. Yeah, give me the right one. I am. That was hard. You have not found Mr. White. Okay. Do we get another? Can we point again? Do we get another round? Get another round. You got to go through and give give a word. More words. More words. So Fallon's out. Okay. See ya. Wouldn't want to be ya. I know it is Friday the thirteenth, guys. What? It is. Did not realize that yeah. until immediately just now. And yeah. my whole podcast rig explodes. <laughs> 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 All right, a new round of words. We can start with. We can start with Kate this time. Deviation. Hmm. Even though that is very similar to some of the words, I don't know I mean, what, what else. Are gonna, what are you going to do? Sorry, no, you're good. I'm trying to think. Like, what? I don't want to give it away. No, you don't. Oh, sorry. Sorry. This is, I'm like thinking way too hard about this. I know. It's okay. Replication. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. I'm done. So I can't. (laughs) You already said change? Yes. That was the first first round. That's what I figured. Yeah. Mm. What's another synonym you could use to try to get out? Sorry. I really think it's him. (laughs) Wow. You I don't know. I'm kind of suspicious against you now, Rada. Yeah, I don't. Know. Working awful hard. Yeah, she working <laughs> awful hard to deflect suspicion. I know it's fine. What was your word this time? It was. I don't remember what I said. Replication. 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 Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's very suspicious. What, what, you <laughs> no, what did you say again? Okay. Deviation. Deviation. I don't know if that's too similar. If I should give another. I was trying on, to but. do not switch it up. I wasn't going to say another synonym of. Yeah, and these don't have to be. These don't have to be. I'm sorry. I'm like bullying people now. <laughs> I, I was gonna say these don't. I've already told you they don't have to be synonyms or anything. They shouldn't be synonyms. They have to be related. Right? But related to the related, word, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Free your mind. Yeah. All right. Does that help so, at all? Re- <laughs> <laughs> Just think better. Yeah, think better. <laughs> Do different. Change in feature. Oh. Well, I gotta say, I'm that's three words. We'll let him have it, I guess. He's having a hard time. Maybe we can take the in out in the next two. All right. So we have the three words you would you wish to discuss. We can also go right to Replication just seemed I was trying to come up with a word that wasn't different. You know what I mean? Do you say change in feature? I don't know. All these things, they kind of, they remind me of my word. Which one reminds you the least of your word? You're not. You're out, least. girly. Uh, well, I, does that mean just be silent? Dave, I come here to All shoot right. the shit. Whatever. You can, <laughs> you can participate. I don't want to be too pedantic about the rules of this game that I made up. <laughs> <laughs> word mafia. <laughs> it's like odd one out or something like that. Mm. All right. So review. We've got deviation. Is that what, you, is that what yeah. your word? And we've got replication mm-hmm. and we've got change in feature. change in features. I don't, know. I don't know. Last time I really was thought it was you and now I think it's you. I and, still think it's you. Well, I, obviously I thought it was her, though, too, because you I voted, for, you her, voted yeah. for Fallon. Right? I know it's true. You did. All right. Time to vote. Time to vote. Point <laughs> okay. at your point at your at your I'm vote. Three, mind. two, one vote. Ooh. Two votes for three, one vote for Rada, I guess. Three, you have to three? bring if me your card. Right. I'm going to leave. I'm going to just leave. This mean no more Osak snacks? No more Osak snacks for you. Oh. Wow. That's well, I'll still go. Very cute. <laughs> we just won't be going together. You have found Mr. White. Yes! Oh, man. Uh, Mr. White, tell us what you think the other the other's word is 
I believe it's mutation. Hey, Whoa. you are. Well, okay, what was yours? yours? Mine was genetic variation. <gasps> I knew something was up. You spent way too. I long almost about said that like something along those lines for my description for mine. So that's. Did you think uh, of mutation because she said change immediately? Well, he's change and then cancer. Yeah, the oh. cancer really like. Mm-hmm. And no. I was like, I have genetic variation, so I'm definitely the imposter here. I was worried uh, that cancer gave it away because it was. But then it well, but it not off. all mutations are cancer. Well, I, I know, but Kate said I feel like I think of mutation uh, when I. That's why that, I was trying. I, I was okay, like, mutation, I'm like, I they're not all abnormal either. But then that's why I said replication. I was trying to trip you up because I can we establish that I have like a sixth sense right now. Like I knew it was. <laughs> but I yeah, clearly. You're a psychic. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's me. Let's but do, let's do one more. I'm sorry. Go I just, ahead. I just thought you know because you were like you said dv what difference I said differences it's like yeah. that's like Variation. the same word as I don't know. <sighs> Called out exactly your vocabulary. I'll never be as correct ever again. That was like the one time it happened. What, what's nice about right this? Now. I feel like we're also learning a lot about Rada, especially. <laughs> <laughs> very competitive <laughs> <laughs> all right let's let's do one more he's like i can't give this to rada i know right? <laughs> i can't do I'm it his fear <laughs> he doesn't want me to tear down his studio breaks yeah i told you it was thursday <laughs> i'm running a temperature <laughs> <laughs> You caught me on a good day. I'm post exam right now. Yours. Yours. This time, take a minute to think of your word. How about that? Well, I reassembled my headphones, which are falling apart. Nothing but the best equipment here at the University of Iowa Carver College of Medicine. Woo! <laughs> Hashtag sponsored. <laughs> yeah. Was Thank you, Amanda, for buying me a new pair of headphones. <laughs> so can we ask jury duty to sponsor us now? Yeah. 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 And the Golden Bachelor. Yeah. Look at yeah. all the viewership we're going to get then. Mm-hmm. Let's start with Fount. Sebaceous. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> I'm going to go with fluid. Hey, that was my word. That was one of my words. Dermatology. Skin. Okay. Okay. What do we... So who has debate? Who has the word? Who has Mr. White word? Fluid. Fluid. Fluid and sebaceous go together. I don't know about sebaceous. What is sebaceous? It's a type of gland. Oil. It usually gives off, yeah, like oil and some crapola. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Sometimes like a fluidy crapola. I eat. Ugh, I hate this word. It has a lot of neutrophils in it. Pus. Yeah. Yeah, that one. <laughs> that one. <laughs> and I said it in the best way. <laughs> Dermatology makes sense to me. Same. What did you say, Rada? Skin. Oh, yeah, it makes sense to yeah, me. Yeah, those are like very. Yeah. yeah. Mm, maybe around. I want too specific. That was my bad. Maybe I feel like it might be you. Mm. It could yeah. be me. Honestly, I'm not even sure. The problem is nobody knows. So. <laughs> yeah. So it could be me. But I don't yeah. Know. 
No, you're, you're supposed to feel attacked and get defensive right now. Hey, We're all ganging hey, up on you. Hey. <laughs> but I Should we just know. like be nice and like vote her? Sorry. <laughs> is that what you're saying? Should we be nice and she's like taking it well? Should we be nice and vote you gotta new definition of the word nice I was previously unaware of, but <laughs> taking it well. All right. Positively disqualify. <laughs> I mean, even listening to myself, I'm gonna be honest, like well, except for fluid. fluid See, I feel, ours, like, I feel like, like you know, yeah. Yeah. Fluid makes I feel sense. like our is it fluid possible makes sense that me and Shree have the same word and, and you guys have, have the same word? Is it possible that we all have different words? Well, if that's the case, then I did it wrong. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Which no, no, I'm not going to put it past me. <laughs> <laughs> See, I feel like fluid dermatology, all this makes sense for our word. Okay, I yeah. feel like sebaceous dermatology makes sense. I know, I'm, I'm really torn between YouTube again. I just, I don't. I feel like sebaceous doesn't make sense. Yeah. All right, let's vote. Okay. I'm As much. Uh, three, two, one, point. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the so only one not two, pointing at Fallon. Votes, three votes <laughs> for, Fallon. for Fallon, which is, that's not how it's supposed to work. And then, well, actually, maybe it is supposed to work. Well, nobody knows. <laughs> and then one vote for Sri. So it looks like Fallon has to bring me her card okay. and we'll find out if she is oh, I need Mr. To White. Yeah, you need yeah. to take her. Take your time. You have not found what? Mr. White. I was pointing at him. Oh, wow. Oh, so let's go around me. again. Let's go around again. Give wow. another word. Okay. <laughs> Fallon I'm thought shook that it. she was. Wow. <laughs> but how would Fallon know, right? Right. Nobody would know. All right. So another round of words, please. I need to think of This is so rough. <laughs> Possible infection. Okay. Hmm. Bulge. Huh. That was a choice. Yeah. That was a choice. <laughs> mass. Okay. I mean, like, I don't think mass really works. How do you know? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, maybe you're the imposter. Maybe it's me. Loki. Okay, so mass. I said possible infection. <laughs> possible infection. What'd you say first? Possible infection. No, first. I like the first time around. Skin. 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 Mm. I think it's Rada. Yeah, it doesn't seem to match up, really. I mean, it matches in my head, but again, then again, I've noticed that I don't work the same as you guys. So. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, I just Shri don't is, function. Shri is squirrely. I, no, I feel like Kate is squirrely right now. <gasps> Kate, are you uh. lying? Well, I, do I know what all your words are? She's very excited. I wouldn't know if mine were different. She's, She's very like excited because I literally can't remember who I gave the card, the Mr. White card to. You don't remember who I you don't remember. Our... <laughs> <laughs> well, it wasn't me. Or, Apparently not. Goes, yeah. It wasn't me. I, I thought it was Fallon. Now I think it's, I don't know. No. All right, let's vote. I'm really confused. Three. I'm going to go with my guy. Two, one, vote. All right. We Everybody's <laughs> voted for somebody different. Yeah. yeah. This is the life. rules don't explain. <laughs> <laughs> can Fallon, can, can she would come back? Yeah, Fallon, you're the tiebreaker. Who's okay. Three. <laughs> okay, two people have voted for Sri. Sri, bring me your card. This is going to look bad if it's not him because I voted for him first time too when you all voted for Fallon. <laughs> you have not found Mr. Oh, White. Oh, no. It has to be you. Bold. It's not really. Me. You went with bold. Bold. <laughs> you thought it was you. <laughs> Is it me? That's interesting. I, I don't fucking know. Okay, so there's only again? two of I us alive. Her. Do we go again? I should just have like a discussion. 
caveman discussion. Caveman discussion. Only one syllable words. <laughs> Skin again. <laughs> Wait, what? Okay. No, no, like I have d- a full discussion about only know. one syllable words. I barely even know. What, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> well, you're in a tight spot then. How do I describe? I feel like I use my words already. I don't know what else to say. Pain. Hmm. Okay. Potential no pain. <laughs> but also uh, potential pain. I don't know. I think of these. I don't know. Do we all have the same word, Dave? No. Mm. <clears throat> this is getting good. I, know, I, I can't like keep going. I literally don't. <laughs> I don't know what to say. It's not very podcasty of me, but like the words aren't coming. Come on, you can do it. Drain. Okay. Oh. okay. All right. No. Do we have the same word? Right. That's what I'm saying. Do we have the same word? <laughs> what did you say? Possible infection. Yeah. And skin, skin, and then I think pain, but and like pain? it doesn't have to be pain. I said, said dermatology, dermatology, mass, and, and drain. drain. We have to have the same. Can we like look at each other's words? Like <laughs> the same word? No. Yeah. <laughs> well, we could swap, and we'd probably still have the same word. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what else we're supposed to do. Okay, like, what? Well, why okay, is another you, word? you gave a new word. Yeah. You gave a new word. Give a new word. Oh, okay. Swell. Lump. Okay. Oh, Lump wow. and, and, <laughs> and, and mass. And, and mass. I said go for the caveman conversation. Big red makes skin go out. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I, I think it might be me, Loki, at this point. Well, then I have to assume that Kate would also vote for you, unless she's going to pull a foul. Hey, do you think it's you? It might be me, but I'm going to vote for Rada. Hi, can I vote for Kate just to like spice things <laughs> she up? She just said she was going to vote for No, you got to. Do I have to vote for myself? Is that the only other well, option? She wants this game to never end. For each other. Like, this <laughs> she, is a, there's a, I think we've exposed but a weakness my goal, in this game. Isn't my goal to win? If I Have I already won in this situation if it is me? I think your goal is ultimate truth. Ultimate truth. Yes. Again, I think I might as well take as one for the team. I vote for Rada, but also I feel like Dave might be scared to give Rada another one based <laughs> off the first round. I think he might be messing with me. I'm scared of no one. <laughs> okay. All right, Rada, bring me your card. Okay. Put you out of your You're misery. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're just being nice. Hey. I wouldn't say nice. But you have said nice. <laughs> you have found... Mr. White. Oh my gosh, what is your I word? need to know what the word is. Was it like abscess or something? You are correct. It was wow. abscess. Yeah. abscess. Everybody it else. Was what, what, oh, she was going to guess. Yeah. That's fine. I was going to say cyst. Oh, sorry. I thought they were, because I was like, it has to be either abscess or like cyst or like. It, Go so back the to possible infection really makes sense. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. as my understanding from looking up these two words, cyst is a usually a clear fluid filled uh sack and it's not always painful it's not always not painful always and painful. abscess isn't is due to an infection it's usually mm-hmm. filled with um, yeah i don't know <laughs> that's why so i was like cysts were filled and... more with like <clears throat> candy gunk gunk i mean not according to the direction i read See, or the, the definition i'm not trained enough to know the difference between the two or well, like a coincidence neither am i <laughs> <laughs> This well, infection we, should have been maybe a giveaway. Yeah. I don't know if it was fun for our listeners, but I had a good time. <laughs> uh, that's our show. Kate Fallon, Sri, Rada, thanks for uh, being on the show with me today. Thanks thank for you. having yeah. us. And what kind of dingus would I be if I didn't thank you, Shortcuts, for making us a part of your week? If you're new and you like what you heard today, if you're new here, not new in general, 
If you're new here and you like what you heard today, follow the show wherever fine podcasts are available, <laughs> like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and YouTube. The producer of this episode is yours truly. The show is made possible by a generous donation by Carver College of Medicine Student Government and ongoing support from the Writing and Humanities Program. Our music is by Dr. Vox and Catmosphere. I'm Dave Etler saying don't let the bastards get you down. Talk to you in one week. Hi, short coats. Look, life in medical education, life in America, life in the world is often difficult. And I often wish I could help. All I have is this podcast, but in my wildest dreams, you have the support you need to lead a life of your choosing. You deserve to be happy, healthy, and successful in whatever ways you define those words. So if you need support because you've experienced racism, discrimination, harassment, mental health crises, I want you to be able to get the help that you need. And so I'm going to put some links in the show notes to some resources that you can use. But the bottom line is that for what it's worth, I see you. I know you're out there. I wish I could do more. Maybe I can in ways that I don't understand yet or know about. But I see you and I'm glad you're here and other people are too. This Short Code Podcast is a proud member of the MedEd Media Network. Inspiration, information, and guidance on your journey to medical school and beyond at mededmedia.com.